Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Ricky Seals-Jones, tied in for the Arizona Cardinals rookie year, and I'm listening to the Jake Brown Show. And welcome to the Jake Brown Show, radio.com, iTunes, and Spotify Super Bowl week. This man is now in uh, Minnesota. He plays for the Arizona Cardinals rookie tight end, Ricky Seals-Jones. He uh, is a five-star recruit, undrafted, makes the practice squad, and then makes the 53-man roster, and then no big deal in his debut in front of his family in Houston. He scores three touchdowns in his first two NFL games. It's Ricky Seals-Jones on the Jake Brown Show. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well here in New York. You guys are Minnesota. Both are cold. A little snow here today, um, but we're living. I mean, it's 30 degrees for me. It feels like summer versus the 10 degrees we were having uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, we got a a big game coming on Sunday. Before we before we get to your uh, incredible rookie year, Ricky, let's uh, let's talk about the game. What do you think's gonna happen here? Eagles pass. We got the dynasty versus. The new guys in town. Uh, what do you think's gonna happen? Uh, I'm honestly, I'm honestly going for the Pats. Uh, I just feel like, you know, that's their dynasty. You know, they they've been here before. And they know how to win. So you're rooting for the Patriots, is that right? Yep. Damn. Wow. So going with the dynasty and and Tom Brady. I mean. You played with a veteran quarterback this year yourself uh, well, before he got hurt, I guess, Carson Palmer. Uh, what, what do you think about him retiring here? 15 seasons and had a nice career, maybe borderline Hall of Famer, maybe not. Uh, but what was it like kind of learning under him? It was really good. You know, he was one of those guys that you can just go up to and talk to and uh, he'd give you the best advice for you. So, you know, I had a great time while he was there. I learned so much from you know especially like how a quarterback sees things on the field and it, it, it was just great was it difficult as being a rookie and having him but then having some other guys and the different quarterbacks you're going to gel with drew stanton and and blaine gabbert was that a difficult transition uh trying to deal with different quarterbacks no not really i mean uh at a&m i i had a lot of quarterback changes so uh just you just got to kind of go in and, and and talk to him about it, you know, who's up that week. And I had Blaine a lot during, you know, the first couple of weeks of the season on practice squad. So me and him got a good connection. And, uh, you know, with Drew, you just got to go up to him and talk to him while practice is going on to kind of figure out, you know, what he sees and what he's thinking. You come out of the gates uh, to start your rookie season, to start your NFL career off. And you get three touchdowns in your first two games, uh, f- uh, 54 yards in the first game, 72 in the next. I mean, what was that like? I mean, f- coming right out of the gates with a couple of touchdowns. I, n- I know some fantasy owners probably didn't have you, but you did pretty well for yourself. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. You know, I kind of was waiting on that moment, just going in week, week in and week out, just preparing myself like, like I'm going to get that chance. And, you know, when it came, I just kind of knew what to do. I just – prepared myself the whole season guys ricky who again ricky seals jones and the jake brown show make sure you follow him on twitter at ricky seals jones guys with 
not getting picked and not getting drafted or and I compare it to the NBA who are either not drafted or they're in the G League I feel like have a chip on their shoulder to make it even more versus guys who are first round pick who get that signing bonus who get those checks before they even step on the field did you feel like you had that chip on your shoulder and you really had to grind your ass off in the offseason to get where you are yeah I did uh, especially doing a position change you know going from receiver to tight end that that was kind of a big factor. So I just kind of came in and and just showed you know what I could do. And you know when the draft came, not getting picked, you know I kind of felt like there was a few guys that that wasn't better than me. But you know that's that's how the tables rolled. And I just went out when I got out to Arizona and just did my thing. Rookie season. Uh, any rookie hazing? Did you have to? I know Carson Palmer wears some like skirts and wears some weird things before. Uh, games when warming up, if it, I, I guess if he loses a bet or something, and was there any rookie hazing that went on, or any funny stories you have from the from your first season? Nah, um, I, I think I had the best tight end group in the in the, in the NFL. They didn't they didn't really get on me that much. You know, only thing they did was uh, I had to bring food every now and then. You know, on trips or after the season, we did a rookie dinner, and I had to pay for it. But nah, I didn't really do any hazing. They didn't haze me any. So so no so the, well you paid for dinner there weren't any like twenty thirty thousand dollar bills that we see from some of these guys. No, oh. no, I I had to I had to let them know you know when they when they set it up like yo like I went undrafted fellas so you know just just keep that in mind. <laughs> Stick to the uh, the Happy Meal or the dollar menu for this one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I actually enjoyed the, the uh, McDonald's dollar menu. I mean, any size drink for a dollar is is pretty incredible. I was surprised by that last night. Um, you can't beat that. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, a large is the same price as small. Why the hell would I get a small? Uh, unless I'm like watching my diet, but I'm already eating at McDonald's, so I'm clearly not. Uh, yeah, once you once you pull up to McDonald's, everything's out the window. You just got to go big. Oh yeah, I mean, I came in wanting just a twenty piece nugget and ended up getting like a fry burger and soda too. So that was the end of that. Never watching my weight. It is it is winter body all season long. Uh, sp- <laughs> speaking of body. Uh, um, Ricky, what do you have to work on? What do you think you have to work on going into your second season here? What do you got to do in the off season? Uh, I think everything, you know, just getting faster, stronger, you know, and we got a new coach and a new OC. So, you know, going back in and, and basically starting fresh and learning a new playbook and, you know, getting that down and, you know, how to, what the coach want and what are they thinking. So, you know, just basically just – really just starting over again, you know, just like your rookie year, you got a whole new coaching staff. So just got to go in and compete again. And you lead me to my next question. Have you spoken with new head coach Steve Wilkes yet? I have not, not yet. What did you think of the hire? I mean, do you know anything about him? He's a good coach. Um, I like him a lot. I, I watched the interview and the points that he hit on were big. So, you know, until I can really just sit down one-on-one and talk to him, you know, and, and see what he's thinking and, and, and how he feels about, you know, certain stuff, um, I, I, I couldn't really tell you. I, you you go from – I mean, he seems like he's going to be a good coach and he led a good Panthers defense. Um, but Bruce Arians, I feel like, was kind of beloved there in Arizona. Uh, what do you think of Bruce in his first year? And, what I mean, what did he kind of teach you early on? Uh, coach – Coach B ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. Mm-hmm. That's just that's off off top. But uh, you know, I learned a lot from him, especially just 
he's he's a detailed coach. You know, everything had to be, you know, spot on. So he really helped me, especially in my route running. You know, when we're in meetings here, you know, if you see something, you know, one more step or you're leaning too much, you know, he'll call you out on it. Just not just to get you better. So for me, it was him how he he approached you know, the vets and the rookies as the same. Like, whenever you're on the field, he's coaching no matter what, no matter who you are. And that's what I liked about it. You are the, you are the cousin of another guest we're going to have on after you, uh, the legend Eric Dickerson. What has uh, – it's crazy. What What is your cousin, a.k.a. Uh, legendary running back, what has he taught you about the game? Um. He, I mean, honestly, I, I've made him. We, if we do talk about football, it, it's about you know me, how I played. But usually, we we kind of don't really talk about football. We just kind of hmm. talk about everyday life instead of football. I mean, I know he's tired of hearing it. He hears it every day. And you know, if, if I'm since I, if I get out of practice or something, you know, I really don't want to hear about it. So we just kind of usually just talk about you know family and everyday everyday stuff but if we do you know it's, it's just tips pointers you know things that i could do better or ask him you know like how's this situation since you've been in the league you know how would how, how how'd you approach it or how would you so just little things like that ricky seals jones joining us follow him on on the gram as well at seals jones um transitioning ricky from receiver to tight end was that a difficult thing to do we don't see a ton of guys do it um but how difficult was that to do um it it wasn't too bad honestly just going from putting my hand in the dirt or standing up to putting my hand in the dirt and learning the blocking schemes Mm -hmm. because the routes that they you know the routes that we have those are you know i I could I could run those. They're pretty good, you know, just because I played outside, I played inside. So route running wasn't bad. It was just, you know, being in the box, you know, doing this spacing with the O-line, you know, and just learning how to – learning little techniques to be able to, to, to stop the DN or if you, if I'm working up to the linebacker. So, you know, just know where the ball is going, where where, where he's going to go and not where he's at. So uh, it was just those little, little technique things, like little things that, you know, that – some guys who played tight end all their life knew uh, you just had to learn on the fly and learn quick. Do you see yourself at any point going back to a receiver as well, or are you locked and loaded as a tight end for your NFL career? Uh, it just depends on, you know, wherever I end up and what, what the coaching staff sees and, you know, the, the OC so and the head coach. You know, I could – I feel like I can still go out and if they, you know – Make me bounce out and go outside, go inside. I could, I could still be able to run routes from there and block from there. So, you know, it just really depends on the coaching style. Did I mean, you talked about blocking as a tight end? Do you feel the need in the off season to bulk up and get stronger so you, your blocking game improves? I mean, that's always a, a thing. You know, is to get bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sitting at probably like two forty. My goal is a just to be solid around 245, 248, and just stay in that range and just bulk up and get stronger. I'm not really trying to get in the 50s. I like the speed I have, so if I feel like if I got any bigger, I would lose speed, and that's that's one thing that I that I that I could uh, that I use a lot. What was the biggest difference for you from between the college game and the NFL game that you noticed first? 
everyone's fast. <laughs> D-line, O-line, kicker, <laughs> you name it. So it, it's just like it's, it's when you when you're out there, when you run your route and you think you got away from a defender, you know, you see a, a D-lineman come from the back and talk to you. So it's just the speed of the game. Speed of the game. Ricky Seals join, Jones joining us on the Jake Brown Show. Have you listened to the new Migos album? I uh a little bit. I haven't really sat down and and just play. I mean, it's too many songs for me, honestly. It did it's have like, a lot, yeah. It's like thirty songs, I think. So, I think I've listened to maybe the first five, and I shuffled through. But I haven't really just sat down and 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 played it. It does take a while to go through the whole thing. I think it has like. I don't know if it's thirty, but I think it was like twenty six songs. Um, but I'm sure you've heard "Walk It, Talk It," right? No, I, I haven't. I'm not gonna even lie to you. you. That's the one you have to hear. That's clearly the best song on the album. And Dre cops on on a verse what is quick. It "Walk It, Talk It." Walk It, Talk It. Okay. After after this, I'm definitely gonna play it. Yeah, let me know what you think, because that's clearly the best one. Um, I like, I'll say this, I like, uh, Notice Me with Post Malone is good too. Um, okay. these are the ones you need. Motorsport, you know about already. Um, yeah. Emoji Fair Chain, fun, um, and, uh, Notice Me, and then Two Player with, uh, Two Chains on there. Uh, those are the ones you need. So Two Player, Notice Me, and, uh, Walk It, Talk It, and White Sand is all right. That has Travis Scott on there and, uh, Ty Dolla right. Sign. So. Travis Scott. Yep. Each time I got to listen to it. Yeah, so, but definitely Walk It Talk It's probably going to be the number one after Motorsport, the number one song on the album. So, but yeah, it, okay. it is long. I mean, no, nothing tops the original culture. I think that was just an iconic yeah. album. Um, yeah, that 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 one right there, that that kind of set them apart, you know. And it's just hard to make a, a another great album like that. I mean, Culture Two, I heard like everyone's talking about it's, it's good, but it's just not. It's not like the first one. Oh yeah, I mean those just had too many bangers and Migos. No one, they came out of nowhere. I mean they were just eh, whatever. They're they're all right. And then culture really just separated them uh, from the yeah. group. And since then they have just taken off. Did you watch uh, the Grammys on Sunday? No. You didn't watch the Grammys. Uh, I, I really watch. I'm a I'm more of a, a outside guy. Got you. Makes sense. Ricky Seals Jones joining us on the Jake Brown Show. All right. So you like the Patriots. Uh, you like the new head coach. You got good things coming. Are you? Are, I mean, you don't. You're not the GM here, Ricky. But you have to think that you guys are thinking about a quarterback. Have you looked at any? Have you watched any of these college quarterbacks? Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, uh, Rosen, Darnold. These guys. Have you seen any of them at all in college? Yeah, I mean, I played against Rosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's really good. He's spectacular. And uh, I know Darnold out of a uh, USC is good. And you know Baker Mayfield is a Heisman, so he's you know that's that speaks for him. he that that speaks alone. So you know, I'm like you said, I'm not a GM, and you know we got Carson retired, you know, so I'm just like I I don't know, you know, maybe they are, maybe they maybe they aren't, you know, I'm, I'm just one of those guys in the back back seat just waiting to see what we get. Yeah, well, I mean, there's an exciting future there in Arizona. Uh, you had a bright start. Wishing you the best of luck. Uh, and, I mean, you guys have the defense. And if uh, the quarterback comes in here, you got some targets. And 
Uh, well, last one I didn't even mention, which I should have, a guy that you play with who is just an absolute class act and a future Hall of Famer. What's it like playing with Larry Fitzgerald? He's a great guy. Um, just when he's out on the field, he, you know, he, he's, he's going to make sure he gets the best out of you. And uh, he's just one of the guys you can go to also, like him and Carson, if you have a question, you know, they're not going to not not help you out you know they've, they've been in the league for so long that you know if you have a question or you you know you you don't think you're running this route just right you know they they, they can steer you that way and and i mean that's how that's why larry's the best you know he, his film work even when meetings you know yeah speak of it and while ba is talking to you know double check on a router make sure you know so when you have like those type of guys in your room you know it sets an example and like you just want to follow it and, I mean, it looks like, and I'm sure you'll be happy here, uh, Kurt Warner says that Fitzgerald appears to lean towards returning next season. So I'm sure you'd love another year to kind of learn from him and play alongside him on the same field and offense with him. And I'm sure that means a lot to you guys uh, potentially being a playoff team next year. Oh, yeah. You know, anytime that you have a vet- veteran come back, you know that that helps a lot, and then you know I don't think he's I don't think Larry's lost a step. You know he can still get open with the best DBs on him. So you know for him to come back, that that that's, that's great. Yeah, and and for fantasy owners, he had he had a nice season. He puts up some big games, uh, and obviously is going to the Hall of Fame. Ricky Seals Jones, Arizona Cardinals tight end. Follow him on Twitter at Ricky Seals Jones and on the gram at Seals Jones. Ricky, appreciate you coming on, man. Enjoy the off season. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Appreciate it. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.